Breakfast is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Dean Lester, David Gately, myself, Warren Huntley and Jamie Rogers from the tab working through the Caulfield Cup card up to race seven, the first leg of the quaddy on Caulfield Cup day. The McCafe sprint over a thousand metres. Take out numbers one, three and ten. Important to note, number four, Oxley Road stays in the field. The Moody Stable hoping for an improving track by this stage of the day. What's the market doing in the McCafe Sprint, Jamie? Well, Warren, there's three horses that are seeing support at this stage, and that's the two, Generation at $4.40, number seven, Kalos, $9 into $8.50, and the favourite, number nine, Dragonstone at $3.20. And you just mentioned Oxley Road. If you wanted a runner that had seen some support at the longer price, it is the four at $19. Dino, how do you think they might run along in the McCafe sprint? Yeah, you'd think it would be a pretty keenly contested affair here, Warren. Um, Ashford Street, Generation, Rock Artist, I thought were the, maybe the, the most likely to, to roll forward. Um, the uh, Obviously, the scratching of Melkovich has changed the speed of this race, but uh, I think they're the ones uh, rolling forward. And it's going to take a, a good ride from Timmy Clark with Dragonstone because he likes uh, to just balance up a little bit and he's drawn barrier one but if he can angle to the right part of the track or where he ever has to go I think he's got the right horse underneath him that could win a race like this so I'm with him to beat uh, 11 as Fura uh, she probably should have won at Mooney Valley last start went for a run ran out of room and uh, really hit the line um, under her own steam so I think uh, she's a, a danger eight Ashford Street uh, Eight kilo weight drop on the same race at the Valley and uh, likes these conditions. And two generation. He's the, now the highest ranked horse in the race. He's just got to be able to do it with the 58 kilos, giving a lot of weight to some uh, progressive horses. Uh, nine, 11, eight and two. How are you seeing this one, Gator? Yeah, look, I think the, the weights have swayed me. Um, yeah, with, with Dragonstone and his 53, it does appeal... To me, he obviously charged late in the trial. He chased a smart one in passive-aggressive in slick time, fresh in June. And I think he measures up here. We know he'll handle any track. Generation, that was a good return. Close up in a group one. Moyer beat home last week's impressive winner, Paul Laley, there. So he's back a few notches, probably the key. He's got to do it with the 58, as Dino referenced. As for her, yeah, I agree. I think she was ready to launch when her luck ran out of the valley. Uh, she measured up really well in a haystakes as a three-year-old on a fierce speed that day around the likes of Ajin here in Coast. I think she, she measures up here as well. And she's my third pick with um, with Kalos. A really positive signs last time. For a group two winner, he's in well, isn't he, with 54. Uh, nine to 11-7. Working around similar horses here. I'm with nine, Dragonstone. He's got that passive-aggressive form. He looks to have trolled up well. He's down there with a, a light weight, and he, he's very effective sprinter. Good luck to Quinny and the team involved with Dragonstone, nine for me, ahead of eight, Ashford Streeter. Thought he was also unlucky in the Asfura race. Ran out of room at a crucial stage. Gets a significant weight drop, as Dino outlined. And we know he can measure up to, to this grade. Asfura may well be measuring up to this grade and, and better. She was very unlucky at Mooney Valley last start and a dominant winner in easier grade the start before. And two generation, he's fit, consistent, he's building fitness, you would think, even with uh, with a tick over jump out and, and hitting this race third up. I think he's got to go in the mix and certainly in the quaddy. Nine, eight, eleven and two from me. David Gately's numbers are nine, two, eleven and seven. Dean Lester with numbers nine, eleven, 
eight in two in race seven, the first leg of the Quaddy Caulfield Cup day. Second leg, race eight's the Tristark Stakes for the Mayors over 1,400 metres at group two level. Take out numbers two and seven. How's the market shaping up here, Jamie? Well, Warren, those scratchings were just resulted in minimal deduction. So the one kiss on all four cheeks is at $9. Palazepan at $6.50. A little bit of support. If we head further down, the Saddlecloth Order chain of lightning is at $5. Now, Pride of Jenny has been really well supported into $4.80. Favoritism was $5.50. But this race features the best-backed roughy of the program, and that's number 15, Fortunate Kiss, into $14. Fortunate kiss, the best back roughy. Your thoughts here on the Tristark Gator? Yeah, look, um, I was with her last time, Fortunate Kiss, and I think uh, from that position, I don't think Winks could have won her. Um, she ran really well in my very humble, probably as good as any run in the race. I like Mellon, Ben Mellon taking over the barrier blank. I think that might be key. She's just got to handle the ground. Um, there's a guess there, but um, I mean, I'm going to stick with her. I'm going to win without me. As far as speed goes, look, Pride of Jenny, if she jumps cleanly, she's, she's your, your likely leader. She didn't do that last time, and her race was over. Um, she actually ran pretty well as well, so she led one prior to that. Plus, but 10 wide, no cover, excellent in the Scirocco. Just missed Nimalee, who just had a softer. Uh, she won third up last prep. She's a bit underrated, this mare. She'll handle soft ground. Gate one is the concern. And Chain of Lightning improving track the key. I just don't think uh, her action was quite as effective on the heavy ground last time. She still ran well. It was her first defeat. 15, 4, 13 and 9. Gator giving Fortunate Kiss another chance here, Dino. 15, 4, 13 and 9. Your thoughts on the Tristar? Uh, Warren, I'm going with 13, Pride of Jenny. Just hope she gets the start right. Jamie Carr back aboard. She hasn't ridden there since I think she won a maiden on her at Mornington. So uh, it's a couple of years since they've... Uh, They've uh, been uh, united, and uh, I think uh, she's got a, a good chance here, but uh, you'll know your fate pretty early. She's just got to step cleanly. Uh, flying mascot, thought she was a bit plain second up. She's been freshened up. Recent jump out was outstanding. They rode her a bit quieter, and I just wonder if that might be the key. She was just sort of rolling forward in her races out of habit, and when you go back to her Wincox plate day, she burst through the pack and won really well. I think off a quieter ride, she can bounce back to her best form and run very well. 15, Fortunate Kiss. Yeah, she hasn't had much luck basically her whole career. Um, she's next best and ex-a-leader. The heavy ground's a worry, but she's going to get a great run again. And she's in career best form. 13, 6, 15 and 3. Might be important during the course of the day, Dino, with Marie McEwen in the mounting yard. I know when I'm out there, I'll be particularly keen to have a look at flying mascot. When she was flying and in different preparations, she'd really started to bloom through her preparation. And I think there was a school of thought that she hadn't quite come on going into her most recent run. So it'd be a real interesting mounting yard watch today. Yeah, Tom Dabernick mentioned in a pre-race interview before that last run that she just still was quite wintry, and uh, now she's had that, what, five weeks or so between runs. Uh, yeah, all the, all the information pre-race will be uh, so important from the yard. I'm putting my faith in Pride of Jenny to uh, to begin cleanly if she does. I thought under the circumstances she ran very well. I'll start after being slowly away, 13 for me. And a four, Palazapan, I think, comes down here with some solid... Interstate form lines, fitter, third up, number nine, chain of lightning, out to the 1,400 metres, but she's a winner at 1,300 metres and she's only been beaten once. On that occasion, she wasn't disgraced. I think she has to go in, as does 15, fortunate kiss, looking for a, uh, a change of luck. 
think it's a wide quaddy leg as a number of them are. My numbers are 13, 4, 9 and 15. Dean Lester's with 13, 6, 15 and 3. David Gately with 15, 4, 13 and 9 in the Tristark. Feature of the day, the Group 1 Caulfield Cup, over 2,400 metres. Scratching number 13, Maximal, and the bottom emergency number 20, Macram. Jamie, you, you told us earlier that the money's been for Smoke and Romans. How does the market look right now? Well, Warren, haven't we got a cracker of a race ahead of us? Well, there's four horses that have seen some interest. So the three, Knight's Order was $8.50 into $7.50, now into $7. Numerian number five is in $13, also been popular. Number 11, Great House, at that $26 price has seen quite a bit of support. But as you just mentioned, it is the favourite, number 17, Smoke and Romans. And favourites do tend to have a good track record in the Caulfield Cup. And at this stage, we've been taking bets of $10,000, $1,000, all on this favourite Smoke and Romans into $3.80. Dino, you talk about tactics, a big field here. How do you see the Cup being run? Uh, Warren, we always talk about the the run to the first turn in the Corvette Cup and that it's usually quite busy. Uh, I think uh, this year you've got a horse like Knight's Order, drawn second outside gate. Uh, I think he'll get to the front. Uh, How long he takes to get there would be the key. I think Smoke and Romans... He's going to be uh, of that group he, from Barrier 5. He's nearly first down to the rail if he wants to. Probably uh, Jamie Carr may even want to stay off the rail early. Charlie Rose, New Marion will be handy. Gold Trip, I don't think he'll be that far away. Uh, and then you, you've probably got a group uh, from Inspirational Girl, Crystal Pegasus, Great House inside and no compromise. Allegron out wider. They're probably trying to vie for similar spots midfield. So they're not all going to get in there. So maybe... One of them that gets trapped, uh, Montefilia as well, might have to take a chance and roll forward. So, no, I think the, the speed will be quite generous. Is there a chance of a wild card, say some six, eight hundred metres out, a, a horse, if the speed's not that genuine, try to make it a real staying test? Have you got, you know, a horse that might try and change the complexion of the race? No, I think that'd be the leader, Warren. I think that'd be Knight's order. I think he'd be wanting to... Uh, Get out there and uh, and roll along and make it. You know, being a two-mile winner of a Brisbane Cup and a horse that handles the ground, and uh, you know the Waterhouse Bot horses are trained to be up on the speed. Uh, I think he's the one that might uh, take it up, and then yeah, he might roll it out from a fair way out. We'll get your first four, but then elaborate with any other horses that you might want to include in wider multis. Obviously, we'll get your, your quaddy selections later on, but just a, a detailed look at the, the Caulfield Cup, particularly with your first four. Yeah, Warren, uh, I'm going to go with Allegron, number nine. Uh, I think he's got a great profile too. Derby placings, uh, a last start winner. He did miss the run uh, four weeks ago or two weeks ago in the Turnbull and he won four weeks ago in the Kingston Town and beat many of his rivals uh, today in that race. And uh, I just think he's formed beyond 2,000 metres with those Derby placings. The St Ledger win fourth in the South Australian Derby. Uh, he just... To me, he's uh, the right sort of horse for the race, and I think he's got a great chance. I think Inspirational Girls being the horse I've liked all the way through. I'm not that wrapped with Barrier 1, but if Smoke and Romans ends up down on the rails, she's probably going to follow the favourite through, so that might end up being not that bad a draw. So I think uh, she can run very well. Smoke and Romans, it's just been a remarkable transformation from good handicapper when he won a Packenham Cup you might have thought, well, that's going to be a career high point for him, but it's only been a stepping stone as it's been revealed, uh, winning a naturalism and winning a Turnbull Stakes and 
when you look at that as a profile and dropping four kilos, he's a logical horse for the race and he can certainly win. Uh, Benno, I think the task is the outside draw and his style and the fact that he's only won one race. There's never much between him and Elegron though. Um, and he'll be very competitive. The other two I'll be putting in the quaddy, uh, Jewess because if you like Jewess, you're betting on the best horse in the race. Is she in the best form of her career? I'm not sure, but she is the best talent in the race. I'm pretty convinced of that. And, uh, Great House, who I think's the best roughy, ran fifth in this race last year. Uh, and I think his run in the Turnbull Stakes was very good. And what's great about this year's Cup, Warren, is we've got six horses returning back from last year. So uh, the punters get a real feel for it, and uh, and hence the turnover should be tremendous on the race. And uh, I'm going with uh, Allegron, uh, 9, 12, 17 and 10. Gator, your thoughts on the, the Caulfield Cup? And I suppose if Benno was going to win a feature race, 2022 might be the, the right year for him to do it. Very good from you. That's why they pay you the big bucks. And, uh, look, Benno has loomed to win more than once, hasn't he? And he's run where? Two. Second. Um, I think he lacks a killer punch, to be honest. Uh, Allegron was only second up when he beat him. Fair and square in a really fast Kingston town. The race rated highly. No surprise. The sixth horse, no compromise, comes out and win a Metrop. Double figures in. Uh, third night's order clearly ties the form in, given he went to the Turnbull and held on really well there. Um, so I'm with the leg on as well, and uh, you know I think double figures is um, nice to see. I think you're on well. Smoking Romans, if he just keeps uh, winning, latest in the Turnbull, meets key rivals better at the weights for beating them. If anything, he's better suited at 2,400. And absolutely pitched in for one of the best riders of our generation. So it's a really strong case. If there's an asterisk on the wins, they have been real on-pace dominated races, haven't they? So um, this will be a good test of endurance, So, um, but with no weight, he's, he's going to run well. I think Numerian's over the odds as well. Chased a hot speed last time. He thrashed Montefilia. Beat her out of sight. Uh, only Cascadian beat him. He's flying, Cascadian. You know, and he's some sort of hope of running well in a Cox Plate, I think, and um, this guy was terrific. He's got to run the 2,400, but I don't think that's a major concern. I think he's over the odds. There's Benno. Just shuffled him down the pecking order after the barrier draw, but it might be an advantage of anything. He was so good in the derby in Sydney. You know, he and Allegron effectively crossed the line together. Kotatsu, um, you know, may have been a Cox Plate favourite by now. They absolutely thrash everything else. Gold trip can win. Jewess agree with Dino. Best horse, but um, do they win this race? Ever coming on a, off a fair run, not many do. An inspirational girl in the mix. I just wanted a dry track. Um, and non-conformist positive signs last time. So there's a top eight for you. Nine, seventeen, five, and ten. Nine, seventeen, five, and ten. An abbreviated top four from Yada Dean Lester with nine, twelve, seventeen, and ten. I'm trusting what we see with Smoke and Romans. He's in with such a lightweight. He's uh, the Turnbull winner last start, 51 and a half. I think he can be in a tactically advantageous position and, and Jamie Carr will sum the race up. 17 for me, the one to beat ahead of 10. Benno, he closed off well at weight for age last start. He needs to get that next win on the board. It'll be a great race to do it in. Nine, Allegron with the form line through Benno. The gap between runs, but the right stable to have him peaking on the day. And 12, inspirational girl right in the mix for me. And many more going in the quaddy. Numerian goes in the quaddy for me. Nonconformist goes in the quaddy. A very wide 
Cup 17, 10, 9 and 12. We get to the last, the Moonga Stakes over 1,400 metres. Scratchings are numbers 1, 2, 6, 8, 9, 10, 14 and 15. So significant changes here to the market, Jamie. Yeah, absolutely. Warren Ayrton was a 16 cents deduction and Old Flame was a 13 cent deduction. But Cinewon number four was seeing support yesterday at $8. Bandersnatch would be the best backed runner in this race. The five at $4.20. If we go a bit further down the market, Aegon at $6. Catalyst at $4.80. And the favourite is now Lady of Honour, the 16 at $3.50. And she looks like she'll ride the speed with open minded. I think they'll run this along at a reasonable tempo. We'll have an idea of the pattern by this stage. The day, I'm trusting Andrew Forsman as much as anything else. He's brought a very competitive team here from New Zealand. He's elected to bring Aegon over. Outlined earlier on today that horse was in the wrong part of the track first up. He's happy with him. His best would be good enough here and with good speed up front might set up well for him. So Aegon each way for me in the last, number 11. Ahead of five, Bandersnatch. He was terrific first up behind I Wish I Win. 13 Catalyst gets the blinkers on. There's certainly hope for the Moroni stable there. And 15 Old Flame who comes out. 16 Lady of Honour, next best for me, riding the speed. 11, 5, 13 and 16 for me in the last. How are you seeing it, Dean? Uh, Warren, with uh, number 11 also, Aegon. Um, it was... Uh, it was an interesting watch uh, first up. Uh, he was just in the worst ground and a uh, bit of a non-event for him, really. Uh, and in days gone by, we wouldn't have been able to explain why he ran sixth first up in New Zealand because uh, we didn't have the vision. But uh, yeah, we certainly saw that uh, he, he ran very well under the circumstances. I'm with him to beat 16 Lady of Honour, uh, back to 1,400, rides the speed. Uh, I think she you know, probably sits outside open-minded here, gets a good run, runs well. 13 Catalyst uh, on the comeback trail, but I think the blinkers on's a, a good point of intent here now. Third up with two runs under his belt and seven open-minded. The other leader who has been scratched a couple of times of late, but uh, he'll roll along on the speed. 11, 16, 13 and 7. How do you bring us home, Gator? Yeah, look, I've always had a lot of time for Catalyst. I know he's had a myriad of issues, um, but if he's, you know, if he's sound, I think he's, you know, a, a bottom end group one sort of horse and he certainly had no hope first up and then flew home last time, hillside in the worst part of the track. Just like uh, uh, the nature of that race, the, the rating of it. Uh, winners since run really well in a, in a Turak fourth, Gravina since won. Uh, can you handle the ground? I well, might be on the approved by now. Anyway, Cinewon, 12 to 1500, six weeks between runs into the sand down stakes. Still ran well. Trifecta all ran well in that same Turak. Draws in, question mark. Bandersnatch charged, home in the Catalyst race. Lady of Honour and uh, certainly Aegon in the game as well. 13, 4, 5, hang on. 13, 4, 5, 16. 13, 4, 5, 16 from Gator. Dean Lester with 11, 6, 13 and 7. My numbers in the last 11, 5, 13 and 16. Jamie Rogers, before we let you go, the best back runners around Australia today. Well, we'll start with Caulfield, where it is the favourite in the Caulfield Cup. Number 17, at Smoke and Romans, at $3.90, is the best-backed runner of the program. While number race 8, number 15, Fortunate Kiss, at $14, is the best-backed Ruffy. If we head to Randwick, race 8, number 10, Waterford, is the best-backed runner of that program, at $5. Who are Jamie's GGs today? 
Well, Warren, I've actually gone Benno in the Caulfield Cup, but I have also thrown in Vow and Declare each way because I, I really like that horse and I've liked his past couple of runs. I know he hasn't won since the 2019 Melbourne Cup, but just at that price and when I was doing the form, I've written in my notes, upset brewing, question mark. So I'm um, jumping on him as well. Best of luck today, Jamie. Thanks for all your help this morning. Thanks so much. Let's hope we found some winners. Time for our last break. We'll come back with the boys' best bets and quaddy thoughts.